as you can see, uh, Chip's not here today. He's taking some very much needed time off after blowing his cumulative come on Whoa. the Royal Rumble. I mean, the, the mark come just. So the funny thing, you said much needed time off because yesterday we had the sports chat going and I do this joke where I, I say, I don't know how to read. Well, yeah, Chip, pretty much we posted stuff in the chat. And then so we were saying, hey, how about we do our MLB preview maybe on a Sunday because it's going to take a long time, maybe on a Sunday after the Super Bowl. Chip immediately responds, why will we do why will we do it during the Super Bowl? And then there was another instance where we posted something and Chip just did not read. So yeah. But he does need much needed time off. Well, let's talk more about that and the rumble on the wrestling show. everyone this is sleazy this is the fat man and welcome everyone to another wonderful episode holy shit live in color and one hell of a shirt <laughs> here with us tonight <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about killing the fat man? By brushing off my titty? No, uh, that's not what you did. (laughs) Uh, As you can hear, the boxers clinking as I'm cleaning them. I don't have to grind up and smoke with medication. I got to swallow it, just like Sleazy swallows the banana. Choke, you dirty whore. Yes! (laughs) I've missed a few things here, but I don't get um, we're, we're we are supposedly talking about some random pay-per-view that nobody watched. I fucking hate you. Yeah, nobody watched it. Yeah, normally we talk about like things absolutely nobody watches like impact, but you know. I can't wait to get my uh, my my hoodie that's on the wrestling show website because I can clearly tell you to step on a fucking Lego and just point at my tits. You just point you can find that on the wrestling show.com slash shop um fat man i i i don't know actually i'm did we did we watch the pre-show there was we did watch we did well there was a pre-show but there was no matches on the pre-show right there wasn't a pre-show i mean there there was a pre-show but no one cared if there was a match on the pre-show, we would talk about it. Since there's no match on the pre-show, there's nothing to talk about wrestling-wise. Yeah, but it's still a bit on the show. So we do it the bit on said show. God, watch the product. Fuck's sake. I don't <laughs> even watch the product, and I watch the product. Uh, so, okay. 
Yes, I got the card. I got Jock Hanton's ratings. Okay, cool. For the first time ever, the Royal Rumble opens with the men's Royal Rumble match. Yes. 71 minutes, 42 seconds. Gross. I was actually going to pull this up, and I forgot. Thanks for not reminding me when I didn't tell you to remind me, Sleazy. You're welcome. Um, John can't give this four stars. So what? I want to go through. And Ryan's about to choke on his own fucking sub. <laughs> of course he is. So that's the most th- American way possible. I was going to go through one through 30, um, whatever. So Vata was one. Seamus two. Vata. Who? Vata. Who? It's a bit. If you watch the product. Mm-hmm. One, Seamus, two, The Miz, three, Kofi, four, Gargano, five, Zebrawood, six, Karen Cross, seven, Shush, please, eight, Drew McIntyre, nine, Santos Escobar, ten, Dawkins, eleven, Brock Lesnar, twelve, Black Lesnar, thirteen. Right? Uh, He really wanted to go home early. Sure fucking did. That's why the Rumble was booked as the first burst. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Black Lesnar, 13. Baron Corban. Baron Corbland, 14. Wow. Seth Rollins, 15. Otis, 16. Rey Mysterio, 17, but, you know, never showed up because uh, Thug Dominic Mysterio took him out. <laughs> Thug Dominic. Uh, Elias, 19. Finn Balor, 20. Booker T, 21. Damien Priest, 22. Montez, 423. Edge, 24. Austin, 325. Omos, 26. Um, Braun Strowman, 27. Ricochet, 28. Logan Paul, 29. And Cody Rhodes, number 30. Um, so Cody Rhodes and Vata have them tied for the most eliminations with five. And obviously, Vata was in the match the longest at the whole time. 71 minutes broke the 30 man record yes traditional yes. record broke it by like seven or nine minutes yeah yep. it was it was a lot longer yep um not many surprises in this year again um, literally only two didn't need them there's enough people on the roster, yeah. Yes, there's enough people on the roster. Um, I guess Booker T and Logan Paul were the two. Yeah. Um, I guess we're a stereo not coming out was another one. Right, but I guess he got injured on SmackDown, so that's why. Um, so cool. Yeah, but why? Why waste a number on that to further the storyline? Well, you could have easily furthered the storyline by having Dominic come out at 17. No. In the match. Yeah. The whole point to sell it is that somebody actually didn't get to, to compete in the Rumble. Had they had Dominic come out at 17, it doesn't sink in as much. But the fact that nobody comes out at 17 and everybody forgets for about a minute and a half, two minutes, and then 18 comes, and then out comes Dominic Nash. It brings you back to what just happened. It makes you remember, oh shit, Ray's definitely not coming out now. 
I disagree, but well, you're wrong. You, well, here's the thing: is that you could have done the same thing in 30 seconds. You didn't have to waste a whole nother number on it. Some of the best jokes and some of the best like moments are always callbacks to stuff. So they perfectly set themselves up with they didn't wait too long. Had they waited another person, it wouldn't have made no sense. But the fact that the next person out is is Dom in the fucking mask. Like I said, even for me, I watched the last time I went, <laughs> that was good, boss. I like that one. <clears throat> I think Sleazy was trying to say that they could have shown him like in a backstage beatdown or something or not waste. They could have done a, a bunch of different things. I guess, I guess my yeah. point was the you lost one person in the rumble because technically it wasn't a 30 man rumble, only a 29 man rumble. In the scheme of things, does it matter? Not really, other than the fact that one other wrestler that could have been showcased for a bit didn't get to be showcased. That's all. In the grand scheme of things, not really. It's just a minor nitpick. So I won our pool because I had number 30. Which I did not expect Cody Rose to come out number thirty. Which and is really that, far away. Well, once Logan Paul came out twenty nine, everyone knew who number thirty was. Exactly, that's what made it brilliant. No, because had Cody, and Cody had come out any earlier, anybody that would have came after Cody would have been an expectation. Rock, Austin, Sammy, you know what I mean? Like, and it would have took away from it. Which is kind of where I'm going into the argument. Why even announce Cody if he's going to be number 30 anyway? Therefore, if we don't know Cody's going to be there, it could be Rock, Austin, somebody, and then Cody comes out. So, I don't know. I think announcing him kind of took away from it. That could have been, and apparently, which I totally don't, I I think is fake, he wasn't clear till like day of Royal Rumble, which bullshit. is 100% bullshit. Absolutely bullshit because they've been doing promos for two weeks, three weeks now. Yeah. Maybe even longer. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, that's bullshit. So. <laughs> man, man, the way the Rumble's set up, you could do a fucking Rumble match and not touch anybody or get hurt. They wouldn't risk it. From a legal perspective, they wouldn't risk that. So. Risk what though? Twenty eight and twenty nine are fighting on the turnbuckle. They both hit each other. It's a it's shitty because it would be a heel way to win. But twenty twenty eight and twenty nine are the only ones left. They both blast each other. Both fall over the top rope. Number thirty hits. Second Cody steps into the ring. Cody won the rumble and won the rumble by eliminating nobody. Here's well, the thing about that, and and I will I'll, I'll grab this bit because I felt like they did some mitigation of this. But it felt like that this rumble wasn't really, truly earned by Cody. And while the the last five minutes of it with him working against Walter one-on-one helped a little bit, I don't feel like that it was as prolific of a win that it, sh- that it could have been and maybe should have been to help bring Cody out as a you know a real true you know I am back type of thing it was it was like Del Rio winning the 40 man Royal Rumble coming in at 38 yeah it yeah you won but you really only but beat, like, like like you said and you like said it 
did you feel like that any other time somebody from number 30 won the Royal Rumble? Yes. I, I, my point here is actually, and you you the one that planned the seed in my head while you were sitting right over here, mm-hmm. was they did, with Cody entering 30, they made it look like he earned it with the spots with, with Gunther. Yeah. So they did the work. Yeah. I, so I'm not saying that they didn't mitigate the, the fact that he won at 30 by doing that. I'm just saying that it didn't felt feel as earned as it would be if he entered earlier. That's all. And once again, this is a minor nitpick on spoiler. What I think was a pretty good rumble. Oh, so did I. I get a three and three quarters. Uh, um, that Logan Paul ricochet spot. Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> um, love that shit. Oh, by the but way, again, Logan Paul making an iconic fucking moment for WWE. That must kill you. It does. <laughs> like you wouldn't fucking believe. Like how much longer he jumps on the train? So I said. <laughs> so why were you going to say that, dickhead? I respect the work once again, and I I said this when he worked Reigns, and I said this when he worked um, uh, Miz. I respect the work ethic. I respect what he's doing in the ring. I do not respect what he's done in the past. That's it. So since I hate myself, I watched this literally the next morning when Sleazy was walking out the door. Yeah, it on. <laughs> I turned it on um, because, again, when you're having people over and you're entertaining, you're cleaning up, you're not paying attention. So, yeah, I thought this was great. Um, three and three quarters. Um, there was another thing I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. Logan Paul. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Paul and, Paul and um, Rollins. I said to sleep when they first got in the ring together. I said, man, wouldn't it be awesome to have Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins at Mania? And then Paul eliminates Rollins, and I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's coming, yeah. But yeah, really an atonement from last year's two shit rumbles. Yeah. Right off the bat. For sure. Would you give it sleazy? I gave it four stars as well. I thought it was really great. Well done, Rumble. Um, like I said, the, the only minor nitpicks were what I said about um, uh, Cody coming in. Um, and, uh, okay, I'm, I guess I have to be the one to say it. Kofi, either work on the spots or stop doing them. This is what, the second or third time in a row that he's botched them? Second year in a row, but both the last year spot and this year spot, Buddy, I'm doing it right now. That's not something you're gonna work on. You can work on them. Yes, you can work yeah, on I'm something. Work on the one from last year, and then the guardrail a little bit better. Practicing your jumps, jumping into a chair. Uh, when Woods was right there to catch him. So, somebody online said, "Kofi was never eliminated in the Rumble." I'm like, "How do you think he got to the back? You dumb fuck! If he had to touch somehow." Yeah, Woods carried him. Like, are you stupid? Like, plus both his feet, because I actually rewound the spot and then kind of played it again. Both his feet did touch, and then one of this will bounced up and hit the chair anyway. So he was eliminated either way. But 
Yeah. What one of the I saw online and thought it was really fucking funny is when Cody hops over to the top rope, Ray Mysterio's music should have hit. <laughs> that would have that would have helped one of my other quibbles about the match, but yeah. Um Ryan, what's your what's your take? Uh, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I disagree wholeheartedly with Sleazy. Uh, Cody coming back at number 30 because you had no surprises and you didn't want anybody else to, I'll call it, suffer the 2014, 2015 Rumble curse. Danielson. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what Rey I was going to say. Mysterio got fucking booed. Nobody boos Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Had Cody come out before that and everybody thought Cody was winning? Anybody that come after Cody would have been shitty in their mind. And had it been anybody popular or semi-popular or had people wanted Sami Zayn, it would have shit all over that moment for Cody. The difference is, and I think a lot of people are looking at is you can do that with Cody in WWE because I goes back to when we first talked about this. Cody Rhodes is back home where he belongs in the grand scheme of how professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and all that evolves. So him being number 30 is great. Unlike an AEW doing something like this, he would have got booed out of the building. Cody's a face. And he's doing all the right steps there now. Everything was laid out perfectly for a good story throughout the whole rumble. Um, well, like you were mentioning Sami Zayn, because in our preview, I said that, you know, this was going to end the show and the universe title. The, the two matches were flipped. It was the right booking decision to start with this. 100%. As long yes. as they started with either, either one of the rumbles. So, yeah. So it was I, a right booking decision. So the Sami Zayn story didn't clog up the Cody win. I would 100% agree with that. Looking back, obviously hindsight being 2020, if you're booking Cody Rhodes to win it, yeah, you have to keep it as far away from the, yep. the bloodline feud right now. Yep. And how many people... There was no bloodline in the rumble. Nope. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, it was well yeah. so it was very well booked. And then we go to, oh, God. What's your problem with this match? There was nothing wrong with it outside. It was on a glow-in-the-dark uh, glow golf pot fucking course. <sighs> Mountain Dew pitch black match. L.A. Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Five minutes yeah. and five, five seconds. Canton gave this three, or sorry, one okay. and three quarters, and he's still an overrating piece of shit. All right, Sleazy. Um, so, first of all, this was an extended squash on <clears throat> LA Knight, just so LA Knight could get his heat back. Oh, wait, he didn't even get his heat back after the match. Um, he, Here's my problem with it, and I know it was meant to be a gimmicky match. I get it. I understand it. Mountain Dew probably paid a shit ton of money to get this over, right? Mm-hmm. Could we have done this with somebody else other than LA Knight? No. I think so. I don't think that's the problem. I, I If you're going to make this a throwaway <laughs> match, why are we burying LA Knight over there? I wouldn't call it a burial of LA Knight. He got a major push, a major promotion, and LA Knight carried that feud with his mic skills. And it just it's gonna destroy him when this was all said and done. You could have done this with the Miz, and it would have been just as good. He already feuded with the Miz. Even better. 
No, because even better because it's a it's a continuation of what's been going on. He's back, but he's but, not back as a bad guy. Uh, he still has bad tendencies, which he admits all the time. But he's not, and he wasn't back as a bad guy. Yeah. La Knight is the perfect. Uh, the the did you watch the product? Did you watch how the feud unfolded? Yes. So I don't understand how you didn't like it because the whole time La Knight's talking about him I being like the man and. I didn't like the entire match. I didn't like how they worked it through. And I don't like how they basically destroyed a, a guy who just really came into his own. I That's my problem with it. And then the match itself was a garbage mess. And most importantly, out of all of this, I lost the side bet on pro wrestling scorecards where neither one drank the Mountain Dew pitch black. So fuck yeah, so off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't hurt Rollins. It didn't hurt Miz. It didn't hurt Reigns. It didn't hurt who the fuck else. It didn't hurt Orton. Every time they've stepped into the white little goofy thing and they've lost or been in a position that it looked bad, and everybody's like, oh, that's going to hurt them. It didn't. And it's not going to hurt LA Knight because he's on that level with the talent. He's on that level with the mic skill, the wrestling ability, that you're going to... If you take any bad taste in your mouth from this, you shouldn't. And if you do, it's not going to be there long because he's going to make you forget about any bad taste of that. I <laughs> hope so. I really do hope so. But I want to point out, every single person you just mentioned was a former multi multi WWE champion. Ambrose wasn't. It, what's that? Ambrose wasn't. Okay, one time. Uh, he beat Rollins for the belt. Point being is, LA Knight doesn't have that credibility yet. You see My point I mean? being is, he has the talent to get past any. I hope so, but this wasn't doing him any favors. There, there's that's my big complaint about it. That's all. Fair enough. Match was one star. You're an overrating piece of shit. I, I hey, at least <clears throat> it was something. It wasn't great, <clears throat> but that's um. It. I hated this. Like literally, I I went. I don't remember where I went, and then I came out and I saw the presentation of it. I'm like, man, this is a dud already. And then the bell rang. <laughs> I just hated the presentation of it, and it was. I don't think it was a burial of LA night because I think Ryan makes points. I just what I um. <clears throat> If it was no, no DQ match, why do the Uncle Howdy spot in the match instead of after? After because um, um, it didn't need to be in the match. Okay, I still it the if it was I don't whatever. I give this a dud. This was a hundred percent. Just the presentation on this match was just garbage, and not only for the little mini golf glow stick rave the only way I could explain it like when it goes rave like golf, mini golf like that's what that that match looked like thing and I just put at least they got a shit ton of money for Mountain Dew um and and 
the most important part, Naomi returned to WWE confirmed because she's a may yay 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 thing. Wow. Um, or all the leftover shit from her leaving, they had to use somehow. Because she's no longer a may yay 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 yay. So I, I uh, yeah, I I thought this would have been a cinematic match. It didn't do the live crowd any favors either. No. So I could only imagine how explosion of the table was pretty cool. Fuck you it, guys. That that was cool. And I think that earned the one star. It didn't earn any stars for me. But um Yeah, but you don't like entertainment. I I could only imagine if you found that entertaining, how much weed did you smoke? Hey, I was did I start did I stop drinking? You, yes, I stopped drinking by you that. Stop drinking at that point. See, I mean, there's a problem. Yeah. Well, You're the problem here. <laughs> I'm the pro. I'm the problem here. Okay, Ryan, tell us how amazingly awesome this match was. Not this was an awesomely amazing match. I was just going to say it was an all right match. Now I got to oversell it. Like this is like, <laughs> <you're honest. laughs> like fuck you guys. This yeah, is great. This match, wasn't, this match wasn't the greatest beforehand, but now I feel like this was like almost match of the night when it happened. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they kept everybody's attention with the fucked up lights so you could only really focus on the ring, which made sense, which brought the attention to the product, which got more eyes watching this fucked up wrestling match. Because we Well, are I mean, if they were actually in the ring, because they were in the ring for the finish, that's it. So there goes your logic. But they were all lit up. Fucking LA Knight was lit up like a highlighter exploded over a muscly man in the gym. Like, Cool. It's still not but, a great experience for a live crowd. Too many cool, too many cool visuals, man. I think you're I, incorrect of one of the greatest not cinematic cinematic matches that has ever happened in the history <laughs> of January 2023. It was the best match that happened in the nine o'clock hour of January 28th <laughs> of 2023. Between 9.15 and 9.22, there was never a better match that happened in the world. <laughs> Raw Women's Championship. Oh, oh come on. This. Bianca Belair <laughs> defends against Alexa. Mm. Mm, Alexa. Seven minutes and 35 seconds. Can't give us two and a quarter. Sleazy, you're the women's wrestling enthusiast. Hey, man, you're the Lexa enthusiast. Okay. Uh, this never got out of first gear um, because they, they got seven minutes of 35 seconds. And while there was nothing bad about it, it was a, a match that just happened. And it was a warm bowl of water, like Susie says. I gave it two stars. I think I'm generous. Um, it was like if they, you know, had more time to tell a decent story, but I don't know oh. what they could have cut out of the show. I, I honestly talk don't. about that. I don't know what they could have cut out of this show. As you could tell, I'm being very fucking sarcastic about that. The 10,000 promos of wrestlers we already fucking saw on the show. The stupid ass fucking music concert thing that was Dumb as shit that didn't need to be on there. Give these women seven more seven more minutes and they could have told a good story. But nope, 
I think the 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 best facetiously the best part of this match was the fact that they outright you want to talk about how much I don't watch the product they literally used the same promo they did on Raw a couple weeks ago where she was like are you really in control of yourself they played the same thing right after the match it's literally the same fucking thing the fuck was this this was useless. Um, the match was okay. It wasn't great. Star and a half. The ending was never really in doubt, but in the same breath, they could have done so much more with this. And they obviously for seven minutes and yeah, I feel bad. Ryan. They did what they could. Um, fuck the musical performance, I guess. Like it, it wasn't needed, but again, if people are paying money or coming for a certain thing, it's hard to shit on it. I'm okay. not going to a wrestling show to hear a shitty song by one guy. Sorry. that's Yeah, but there is people that would do that. Pay a... Hu- on, oh, but, okay, so let me get into this now. That was a $7.7 million gate. Average ticket was 150 bucks. You're telling me someone's going to spend 150 bucks to see one song by a shitty guy? So my girlfriend doesn't like wrestling, but she likes to see that artist wants to see him live. I can For say one song? Yes, because no. we're going there anyways. That would convince her to actually want to go. Well, if you're going there anyway, then you're not going for him. That was if your. I'm, that was your. That's your logic. Your if logic. I'm going anyways. I, I see where Ryan's coming from, because You're let's so explain it to Dickhead so he understands. Yeah. Well, I could tell you why he doesn't get this, and he's going to be pissed when I say it. But when you're attached to somebody and they're not going to go with you, and you're stuck going. Well, maybe I should stay home instead of go. But now your significant other is like, oh, but I might want to listen to this guy. Oh, instant. We're going to the rumble. Or it happen all that. Or I will say, hmm, babe, rumble. Literally half hour away. Mind if I go? Sure. But this guy's playing. Do you want to go see him? I mean, if he's playing, sure. Why not? I can see that, but I'm not going to not go if my favorite color doesn't want to go. Yeah, but what's the difference there? One ticket or two tickets? Is that $150 or $300? I guarantee you no one bought tickets for him. I'm saying that it could have sweetened the deal enough for somebody else to go. And while I am not a huge fan of country music at all, I'm not a huge fan of country rock. I'm not a fan of a guy who's mainly known for writing songs rather than actually recording songs, which this guy is. He apparently, he does a lot of writing for like Florida Georgia line and a bunch of other country rock ish acts. But the point, the point of the matter is that this could have put Uh, Florida Georgia line who has played on wrestling and played on rock. He, he wants nope. to make sure that this is all about the fact that he doesn't get this. And 
I get it. I don't I get it, it because I don't, the logic is is not sound. The logic is even if he draws one more fucking fan in there, it was worth it because they were already bringing him down there. Still and, don't see the logic in it because if one if he drew one fan, that's 150 bucks. How much are they paying him to be there? Nothing. They bought his song. Of course, they're going to come down there they, and play it. They bought him song, which means it cost them money. Did it cost him $150 or more than $150? To have him play on top of it? Probably not. Guaranteed not cost to, him. Not enough to justify, not enough to say there, there could be a chance that somebody or a bunch of people would come there. How many people were in this gate? 51,338. Okay, you're going to tell me only zero people yep. didn't come. You're out of your fucking mind. Because it, it was sold out before he was announced. Doesn't matter. Lawyered. Everything sells out when it's announced. So you, can you can't even use that so, Yes, I can. No, you because can't. if you're saying they he, oh, they sold tickets off him when it was sold out before he was even announced to play, therefore, they didn't sell any tickets off him. That's my so logic. So I'm right. You're not even close. You're not even. I don't know. Understand how we got out of this argument? We were talking about the Raw Women's Championship, right? <laughs> it's because after all this, they only got seven fucking minutes, which is a travesty. Yes. Okay. And you're absolutely right in that respect. Should they have done it? Probably well, not. If okay, so but, if they wanted to have him play, fine. They could have cut out the 50 minutes of fucking promos. That's my problem. On the fucking show on wrestlers you already saw. Right. If this is a Raw, I'm a little bit more okay with it. But since this is a premium live event, why are you doing this? Which, frankly speaking, they had a Raw match right there with Bianca versus Alexa. That would have been perfectly fine on a Raw. I agree. My neck hurts now. It's your fault. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ryan. Yo. Did you talk about the match, eh? I talked about it enough that it was like, I think, because that's what spawned us all after the time thing. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. They, okay. They did, they like did what they could. Yeah, but what I never I never got to finish the other part. But they did what they could um, for what the time they were given, regardless. I did not know who was going to win this match solely on the fact that uh, the women's Raw Rumble match had not have happened yet. So either one could have won, either one, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, the mystery was still there, like, for the men's Reigns and Owens, 1,000% you knew Reigns was going to win after the men's Raw Rumble had already happened. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of, well, we'll talk about why... We'll just talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I just figured again, the women's match. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a. Oh no! I don't. This one's definitely going to win, or this one's definitely going to lose. Like there wasn't no. There's no way Jay Briscoe isn't is winning the world title in this match. It I, literally, I literally said on the pre-show, "There's no way Alexa's winning this match." <laughs> All right, yo, dog. I heard you like women's rumble matches. I do. 
61 minutes and three seconds. Kang gave us two and three quarters. Wow. All right, I'm going to start with Ryan since I haven't started with him at all. Wait, you're um, not going to run down the fucking list? I, oh, yo, yeah, fuck. Thank you. I, I forgot. Dece just sent me a really stupid... run his own fucking segments. Right? Hey, I'm not... This was supposed to be my last show. I was going to phone it in, but shit happened. Yeah, well, guess so, what? You didn't guess phone what? it in. You can't phone it in, Hall of Famer. I'm literally... It's on my phone. Don't worry. I'll be in the Hall of Fame soon to keep up our Hall of Fame appearances. <laughs> number one was Rhea Ripley. Number two was Liv Morgan. Number three was Dana Brooke. Number four was Emma. Emma. Number five was Shayna B- Baszler. Emra. Number six was <laughs> Bailey. Number seven was Beefab. Number eight was Roxy. Number nine was Dakota Kai, who apparently got injured in the match. Number uh, ten was some Asian. Number eleven was uh, Natalia or Natasha. Number twelve was um. Candice LeRae. Number 13 was Zoe Starks. Number 14 was another Asian. Number 15 was Becky Lynch. Number 16 was uh, Tegan Knotts. Well, was number 17, Sleazy flipped the fuck out for an Asian. <laughs> the Asian. The, the Asian. Asian. Yeah. Uh, number 18 was not Dewdrop, but Piper Nevin. Number yeah, 19 was a murderer's daughter. Number 12 was Karen. Number, no, wait, that's Bailey now. Chelsea Green. Uh, number 21 was Zel- mm, Zelina. Fuck this dude, seriously. Number uh, tw- 22 was uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Number three was another Asian. What the fuck's going on here? Number 14 was um, Lacey Evans. Number 14, 24 was Lacey Evans. 25 was Michelle McCool. Out, literally out of the crowd. That number was 20, cool as fuck. Number 26 was, was Hart- Hartwell. Number 27 was Sonya Deville. Number 28 was Sleazy's daughter. Number 29 was. Um, Nikki Cross and number 30 was a person who injures everyone. Nia Jax. Uh, I was McCool afraid was for every Asian's life. When Michelle McCool was thrown, uh, shown in the crowd earlier tonight, no point did I think was she going to be in a rumble. Same, same. That was well done. There were a bunch of bunch more surprises in this one than there were. In the men's rumble, I, this goes while well, you didn't need maybe surprises in the men's one either. Like, I think the depth on the women's roster obviously isn't as big as of the depth on the men's, so you kind of need a little bit more of those surprises in there. Yeah. Um, Chelsea yeah, Green, most of the surprises that uh, there wasn't many new girls coming back, but NXT girls going up. When you think of that roster that way, that's a pretty fucking depthy roster. Zoe Starks. Roxy. No, I'm yeah. talking about just Zoe Starks. Oh. Looked really impressive. You know, she didn't eliminate anyone. She <laughs> looks really impressive. Um, Rhea Ripley had the most eliminations with seven and obviously lasted the longest because she was one. the number, number one entrant. Um, Michelle McCool. Nia Jax apparently either has not signed a WWE contract or WWE's allowing her to Fulfill her commitments before she comes back. Okay. I was saying normally they're pretty good with that. So I'm going to say this: Why do we need Nia Jax? You and I loved was when Rhea Ripley went Riptide, and I think I shouted Get the Riptide out. And I'm like, now I know how it feels to injure people, bitch. <laughs> I swear to God, there's. There's already a, a big 
person on the roster that is a lot more strong than Naya and can do things safer than Naya, and that's Piper Niven. Mm -hmm. Why do we need Naya Jax back? Because she's related to The Rock? Yep. Uh, That's a funny reason. Another two is technically you can look at her as being like, for all intents and purposes, a veteran of WWE women's division. Mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, world title of WrestleMania. Like you gotta look at yep. other things how, too in that aspect, right? Like how did we fucking get to this point in our lives? The legendary Nia Jax. My notes were <laughs> uh good to start with Rhea because it kind of put some doubts in people's mind that she was gonna win because she was a favorite. They fucked up Nia's entrance because she came out way early. And like seven, six. No, it wasn't even that. Girls. No, her music hit and then the countdown yeah, started. Yeah. You didn't hear um, it at first because you had that that's because her music starts off like low. So you didn't hear it right at, at first. And then you started seeing the countdown. And then all of a sudden you heard, I'm not like most girls. You're like, wait, what? How wonderful the Nia Jax Rumble entry is a botch. Uh, she she injures someone on her way to the ring. Um, <laughs> it was a good Rumble, not a great one. Three stars, Rhea Ripley going all the way. They went chalk for both Rumbles. Um, you know, the two favorites won. Again, obvious booking is obvious. Predictable booking doesn't necessarily mean bad booking. Um, she announced on Raw that she's facing Charlotte Flair. I think that's 100% the right decision. So, yeah. Shitty dog. Both? You still don't get Bianca Blair and Ripley that was set up, and she already has a title match against Belair, never did get it. Like Right. Um, both winners came from Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Both Elimination Chamber matches are uh, on Raw. Yep. Both Elimination Chamber matches are going to be on Raw also. Because so. fuck SmackDown. But it's not fuck SmackDown because SmackDown. They have the biggest story in wrestling going on right now. They don't no need it. Care. No one cares about that. <laughs> like, who the fuck watches the product? Fuck you. Ryan, what do you think of the Women's Rumble? Uh, I enjoyed it. I liked all the surprises. Coolest thing in the world for me was uh, Michelle McCool's entry just because it came out of nowhere and it was like, that's fun. Um, right kid died. Yes. Like, Ripley deserved it. I heard rumors of Bailey possibly winning it. They thought they might, like, and I wouldn't have hated that Bailey won it because I think Bailey deserves it. And that's the one thing she doesn't have in all of her accolades. Uh, also excited to see where uh, Kanana is that how I pronounce it, Susan? Kana. Kana. Yeah, also excited to see where this Kana spin goes. Oh, she's winning. She's winning the elimination chamber. She's facing Belair Mania without question. That's there. There are few things that I can hang my hat on. Oh yeah. Which is she's going to WrestleMania to face Belair, and she'll lose, and I'll laugh. So there's no way Oscar isn't winning Elimination Chamber. You're damn fucking right. And you All know right. what will happen? I'll walk out early if it doesn't happen. 
I didn't walk out early. The pay-per-view was over. Yeah, well, I'm saying... Well, I mean, theoretically... Event. <laughs> theoretically, the pay-per-view was over midway through the match because no one saw the ending. So... <laughs> um, uh, sleazy, your thoughts? Um, I... I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, I'm going to be biased because there's so many Asians in it. No, in all seriousness, uh, having um, Asuka back, huge thing for me. Um, a lot of little... At least the medium, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I think it was time to kind of freshen her up anyway because she was kind of rolling around the, the mid-card slash the tag division for a long time now. Where she, so she was a dirty Asian worker. I mean, we cleaned off workhorse, dirty Asian workhorse. Um, I said worker, not whore, but okay. Six of one. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, I think that's going to be a great secondary feud to this. I think, um, I think Fat Man said it beforehand uh, on last week's show is that Rhea is Rhea deserves that spot more. Um, than anybody else on the roster because of how much work she's put in over the last year. And once again, obvious booking is obvious. You're, you're absolutely right on that. Um, the only, there's a couple of kind of quibbles. Once again, I had about it. I didn't like the fact that the ring filled up all, all the way to the end, just to have Naya come out and not really eliminate anybody. Cause it was kind of, I don't think she did eliminate anybody. Let me, let me take no, because they all eliminated her because they, again, Naya being such a big threat. If you, but fuck you, if you do that in the middle of the rumble, you love that spot. That spot is still a rumble spot to do. I'm not saying it isn't a, a big rumble spot. I'm just surprised that they did the whole fill up the ring so they have some giant come out and throw a bunch of people out, but that never happened. Or sometimes there's so many people in the ring that throw the giant out. This is that's the the Royal Rumble. It's a subversion. It's a subversion of the trope. I get it, yeah. but. It's, eh, and but there was a lot of people left in the men's rumble at the end of it too. When number thirty come out, which was weird, I found. Well, I think he kind of had to do that for that for that side too. So I mean, I get why they're doing it. Do I think it's a great idea? Eh. But once again, these are minor quibbles in an otherwise pretty decent match. I gave this three and a half stars. Um. Oscar's elimination just looked really bad. Chelsea Green's elimination, people on the internet was like, you debut her, she's she got eliminated in five seconds, they're already burying her. I'm like, she probably had the one of the most memorable spots in the rumble. Because she got a she came back and then she got eliminated too quickly. Like so people are talking about it. about it being buried. The other person might complain about it being memorable. Pick stack match. <coughs> no one's ever going to remember that pitch dark match, pitch black match. Again, that's an ignorant thing to say because there will be people that remember that. Oh, I will remember <laughs> that for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Man, and, but- and that's why Mountain Dew sponsored it. You just wish Mountain Dew sponsors you can get your kickstart. Oh, that's a Please, thing. I'll fuck your dick. To, Come on. That, that's a thing they're sending kickstarts to Canada, too. Oh, God. It's so good. I have at least one every day. 
WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Woman Waynes versus Kevin Owens. 19 minutes and 15 seconds. Seconds. Kenton gave this three and a half. Ryan. What a fucking match. What a fucking story. Uh, two of you are going to go a bit more in-depth on this as I just make chirps and comments, but I'm, I'm ba- keeping it basic because I know we're going to get discussions over all of it. But uh, Roman Reigns can't do no wrong. Kevin Owens can't do no wrong. Sami Zayn can't do no wrong. And when Zayn and Owens beat the Usos for the tag titles of Mania, it's going to blow the roof off the place. Well, you're wrong because Owens did do wrong in this match by, you know, botching his move so very badly. <laughs> but to be fair, it was probably the Mountain Dew glow sticks that made him slip. But anyway, um, honestly, I thought the match was an okay match for a house show. I, it, I think they kind of treaded the motions until the final moments of the match, so like till the story picked up, and then that's where it. Got good. Too slow of a climb for you. They just didn't really do anything until the last five minutes. And I was just like, and to be honest, I I thought I expected way more. I expect obviously way more between these two. But to be fair, it didn't need to be anything else. It didn't need to be a banger because they told the story they wanted to tell. So Yes, it was, quote, only a two and a half star match, but it was the right two and a half star match to tell. So personally, I thought it was okay, but we'll get to the the post-match stuff later in in a minute. But as far as the match goes, okay match for a house show, but it worked. I actually missed about half of this live. I had to go back and watch it. Um, It is the most sports entertainment match I've seen in a while. Second. Uh, since Mania last year. Probably, yeah. Um, mainly because no one cared about the match. That No one was invested at all in the match once... To prove your the- point, before the bell even rang, that stadium was chanting Sammy Uso. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There, once the rumble was done, the actual rumble was done, there was no doubt in anyone's mind that Roman wasn't winning. The question is, what was Sammy going to do? Literally, Kevin Owens had no real reasoning. They, obviously, he was meant to be there because of the whole storyline, but it didn't matter. You know what I mean? It didn't matter what happened in the match. It didn't matter that Kevin slipped. It didn't matter that the match was over after what was eight minutes, nine minutes, 19 minutes of 15 seconds. It did not feel that long. It really <laughs> didn't, but it didn't feel like anything really happened other than the spots that Sammy was a part of the whole chair spot, the whole, um, the bit where he's concerned about, you know, Kevin, but, He's still rooting for fucking Roman to win. No one cared about Kevin at that moment. Everything was all about post-match. And for that, I agree with you. Two and a half stars. But 
it was absolutely well done because it didn't need to be a banger. It didn't need to be a huge epic match. And while I was disappointed once again, because it's my boy, you know, it's Kevin Owens in the match. I, I expect, you know, so much. It was the right call to do it this way. Because mm-hmm. everything they could have done would have been immediately overshadowed by the post-match. Yep. So keep it safe. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, post-match, they handcuff Owens to the ropes. They What is with Paul Heyman having so many fucking pairs of handcuffs? For fuck don't, quite, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. I do. Paulie, what the fuck? Fucking tweet him. I will. Um, he's doing it right now. Um, and then the Usos, the Usos super kicked the shit out of him. And then Roman got a chair, was going to hit him. And then Sammy's like, no, 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 don't do this. You're above this. And then Sam, and then Roman goes, okay, you do it. And then he made, which I didn't hear the first watching. But the second watching, he's like, he's like, do this or go back to your jackass shit. You're part of the family or, now. Or do you want to go back to your jackass shit? Or do you want to go back? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which was brilliant, just him saying that, you know. And then he thinks Rome's going too far. Roman kind of shoves him in the face a couple times. And then Sammy smacks Roman with a chair. Wow. Jimmy and a pop. Biggest pop of the night. Biggest pop of the month. Dude, that was... I mean, you don't watch the product, so it was the biggest pop of the night for you. I so, watched Wrestle Kingdom, where they first got to actually scream and yell out for the first time. In- and they still were going like this. They still barely did anything. This is all they did. Um. Anyway, so then Jimmy Uso starts being the shit out of him. That's Solo... Pushes the shit out of Jimmy so he can do the the spike. Jay walks away. I did not expect that at all. And then the show ends with Roman rips off the honorary Ooze shirt, throws it at Owens, and then ends with them just oh, looking. Oh, no. rip, rip the part belay too. That that's symbolic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip the part. Yep, the lay. So because he was almost going to get christened. Yep. So masterclass in storytelling, right there. It was. It is. Um. So like I said, the match didn't really necessarily need to be a banger, but it was absolutely just fantastic. I go back to what I I said at the start, and this whole thing. Owens couldn't do no wrong. Sami Zayn couldn't do no wrong. Roman Reigns couldn't do no wrong. Everything was so... Like, this match might have been okay, but you don't remember this match for the match part. Yeah, you'll remember it for the the post-match. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, The story just keeps evolving. Sleazy said something while he was here. He's like... Because I'm like, oh, they got to do Sami and Reigns at Elimination Chamber. And Sleazy's like... I don't think they have to. They could do yeah, a six do. man. They could do no, Sammy, no. Sammy, Kevin, and Jay versus Solo, Jimmy, and Reigns. And I'm like, they, they could, but I think they need to do Roman Sammy. 
you can do the six man and OJ is going to turn and go back with the blowgun, or you yeah. can do Reigns versus all or Reigns versus Zane in Montreal and get a way better invested crowd to a storyline. And mm-hmm. every near fall, these people are going to buy the Sammy Zane. That's today. where Jay turns on Sammy, quote unquote. Jay, Jay's turning on Sammy either way to Elimination Chamber. Yep. I'd rather it be in a one on one like yep. Zane had it one. I agree. Then a six man that's kind of convoluted, I'll say. Yep, you can I still agree. have all those people interfere in that match. It just doesn't need to be a six man. There needs to be some stakes on the line for Sami Zayn for when that turn happens. It's. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You can make it. You could, you could do it. And, and this might be a little convoluted, but you could do it this way. You have three men on that team that could potentially want a title shot. Jay Uso, who's feuded with Roman, Kevin Owens, who is feuded with Roman and potentially Sami Zayn. You you run it so it's a six man, but the person if somebody beats the bloodline, that person gets a title shot or gets added to the match at WrestleMania. And obviously that that won't actually happen, but it gives stakes to what would yeah? But there's a dumb mistake. That means Jay loses out too. Why would Jay like? Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean that Jay gets pinned. In fact. No, Sammy would Jay win that match. On the team against Roman. Yeah. What do you mean? If you do a six-man tag, Owen, Zane, and Jey Uso would be on a team. If either one of the three of them beat the Bloodline, mm-hmm. they would get the title match. So why right. would Jay give up a title match? That's why the six-man don't make sense that way. Because Owens gets pinned. Because Owens gets pinned, and Jay's pissed at the other two. And he's like, I never should have left. No, that's that's what no. I'm. Thinking. But that's, if, if you're gonna do it, you're one of many options here. If you're gonna do it that way, Sammy needs to win that match. We had added to a triple threat. I, I, I absolutely not do that. <laughs> but I think running Roman and Sammy is should be the call they make. The problem yeah, yeah. ends up being is that you know that you are dooming Sammy Zayn. Because there's no way Sammy's booking is obvious, but doesn't mean obvious booking is obvious. And I said this about the rumble matches just because it's predictable does not mean it's not the right call, but this would be the wrong call. In my opinion, this would be the wrong call. And that's why you're wrong all the time. Oh, fuck you. There's my answer to that. You have to find a way to progress the feud without having Roman have to put up the titles before Mania. You do, but this ends the feud, so he can go into his six, seven week run building with Cody. Yeah. He has to end the feud with Sammy now, so Reigns can go to Cody, and Sammy and Owens can stick around and still fuck with the Usos while still having some kind of connection with Reigns. They couldn't yeah. topple Reigns, but they can topple the Usos, and that'll piss off Reigns just as much. Mm-hmm. I feel like that we got to do something else there then. I, then we need, we need, we can't have, they can't run Sammy Rowe. They can't just. Why? Elimination Chambers in three weeks. You can do that so easy. I feel like that it's throwing away an opportunity. Well, when do you want them to do it? We know Cody's going to be Roman. When do you That's want right. them to do it? 
Backlash. Just randomly as an off? Just one on one? No. I think that they're going to do a six man with it. I really do. No, I'm talking about when do you want them to run Sammy Reigns? Never. That's dumb. At least not in this current Ryan. No. Then that's dumb. Ryan, help me. Ryan, my head no. hurts. That, that is uh, upsetting that you would look at that this way, Sleazy. Uh, I had more taste in your wrestling knowledge and ability. I had or, or what we could say is if you actually watch the product. Oh, fuck you. And he would know how the storyline progressed. And then he would be better informed. Would you agree with me, Ryan? If you think about the turnaround from when Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn had a world title match a year ago, a little over a year ago, and look at the relationship of two of them now, this title match, the first title match, looked ridiculous. There was no way, because Lesnar beat the shit out of Zayn, and there was definitely no way. This time and now, in that atmosphere, and at any given night bullshit like they pulled with Logan Paul, any given night Reigns can be beat. And in Montreal, Sami Zayn, with that crowd behind them, there's no other time that you would believe by magic is real. Santino, Santino was winning that both, for that. Both Santino was winning that elimination chamber. Like that w- was where that moment, right? WWE is so good at making you believe that yes, maybe the outcome is predictable, but during that match, they are so good to make you believe that it is possible. For Sammy to upset Roman. It is WWE. Anything is possible in WWE. That is the truest fucking they, statement. And again, I agree 100% with Ryan. With that hot crowd, and you know Owens is going to get involved somehow. Oh, yeah. It They will make that match. Be- make you believe Sammy can win. And the build to it, they will make you believe Sammy can't win. Until the last, to the night before on SmackDown. That SmackDown, Sami Zayn's hitting Roman Reigns with a halluva kick in the corner, and the place is going to come unglued that night. Mm-hmm. They got to be in Toronto the, the night before, aren't they? I don't know. They should be. They, they should be somewhere in Canada. But yeah. Or maybe Zane Albany or something. Where it's Zane, like- close enough. Yeah. Zayn hits him with a halluva kick in the corner to SmackDown before. Elimination Chamber, and all bets are off. I like the line Triple H used in the Booker T promo, and it's the same thing I feel like the feeling is going to be. Uh, Ric Flair is telling Triple H he can beat Booker T, Booker T can't beat him, blah, 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 blah. And Triple H just stops, turns around to the world, look at his face and said, nobody told Booker T that. And at that moment, I, until the, the match happened, you were like, man, Booker The SmackDown the day before is in Montreal. Oh, you got to boot him right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. That, the next night, they already after seeing him shake him and shake Reigns to a point where you didn't expect to see it out of Zane, that crowd would be white hot. White hot. Because they're selling uh, bundle tickets to SmackDown and Elimination Chamber. That's pretty cool. Hey, it hasn't been the first time I've been wrong, but... I I do believe that it's it feels wrong. It feels wrong to me. And okay, 
Uh, overall thoughts on the show: the two Rumble matches. Men's one was great. Women's one was good. Um, the post match of the main event, fantastic. The rest you can just miss. It, it's not consequential. What? What of the four and a half hours would you suggest that you miss? Five matches in four and a half hours. Unbelievable. There, there's so much fucking empty. for an hour long. So like. Get off your fucking high horse, dickhead. What's that? Two of those matches were an hour fucking long, so get off your high horse. So the other three matches need to be two and a half hours long? Yeah. You could have cut... Well, one of them was five minutes and one of them was seven? Yeah, you could have cut the show by an entire hour just by removing those promos. You could have. Without question. Yep. This did not need to go till 1230 in the fucking morning. Sure Sure did not. It really didn't. And I, I feel like that the only reason why it did was because they were in uh, they were in central time, right? Yeah, they were in central time. So they could have gone a little bit further. If they were on the East Coast, that show would not have been as long as it was. In my opinion. But if they're on the West Coast, the show could have been longer. I would agree with that, yes. Mm, I don't know about that. They've done it before. Okay. Well, Want me to do the, the the rumble business financials? You want to say that for news and rumors? Uh, yeah, let's do. Let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, bye we'll bye Ryan. Business financials, do news and rumors, all the other shit that we uh, love to do. Anything else you want to tease, Batman? Um, very interesting comments of what Seth Rollins had to say about a former WWE champion. Interesting. We'll get back to you after this. And we're back, folks. I always love doing oh, fucking uh, are we how PC? I know we're we're an hour radio show. What a fucking unpolitical right way to say this. What a gay way to segue into that. Former WWE champion that shit said about Seth Rollins. It was punk. Fuck punk. Don't give him the credibility. Fuck that man. That's why I said a former WWE champion. I didn't say punk. You're the one that said punk, not me. You fucking mark. Well, I'm uh, this. I'm shitting on you for not saying punk. Well, it was clickbaity. That that was the entire point. Was it was clickbaity? Hence why I said it was pretty shitty. Well, actually, I used the word gay, but I realized I should have used just shitty. The Royal Rumble <laughs> event was an all-time gate record of seven point seven million, which I said before. Which turned out to be an average of $150 per ticket. Um, this, um, it was up 50% from the, the gate was up 50% from the last Royal Rumble in San Antonio. Are you having a stroke? Yes. Okay. And when was your, sh- you know, 2017. Okay. So that was six years ago. Viewership was up 52% from last year's Rumble. Merchandise was up 135% versus the record that was sent last year. Um, Royal Rumble sponsorship revenue was up nearly 200%. I wonder why. Hmm, I wonder which sponsor. The Mountain Dew pitch black match. And also, don't forget the Applebee's countdown clock. Holy shit, yeah. And the, the Applebee's commercial, which admittedly was pretty fun. Fucking hilarious. That was funny. 
I, and um, normally I bitch about shit like that during the show, but that was funny enough that I let it pass. The Roman Reigns Sami Zayn video was generated 20 plus million dollars, million dollars, 20 million plus views across all WWE platforms on social media, becoming the most watched WWE clip of 2023. It's a month old, Jesus Christ. Um, right. The, the Logan Paul. This doesn't make any sense then. The Logan Paul Ricochet collision um, was amassed 26.5 million views. But if I don't understand, if the Reigns Zane was 20 million views, but the Logan Paul Ricochet was 26.5, how was the Reigns I'm, Zane? I'm, I'm looking. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, two but things. I, I, a I, shit ton of people right. watch clips from this show. There you go. Yeah, well, um, the highlight view on YouTube was 4.5 million. The Sami Zayn segment was 2.3 million. Um, the uh, Logan Paul thing was 993,000 views. That's on YouTube. This is just YouTube. Yeah. So I'm not talking TikTok. I'm not yeah. talking Reels or Facebook or all the other fucking video. I'm, I'm just giving a, an idea just based off of one platform. Seth Rollins recently spoke with Wrestling Inc. Um, click, 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 click. <laughs> uh, Rollins categorically stated that he's not a fan of CM Punk and does not want to see him at WWE. Rollins said, oh, Philly Phil, which is funny because on the on the sports show, we have a guy whose name is Philly Phil. But, oh, Philly Phil, stay away. Stay away. You cancer. Get away from me forever. I don't like Phil. He's a jerk. Did we just find that out? Did we just figure that out? He's a jerk. We figured it out over here. We knew it over here. I don't over want to back. Here. He Dude, knew it in Ring of Honor. <laughs> go, do, go do something else. Bye-bye. See you later. Punk is still bound to his AW contract and is currently recovering from an injury. There are no creative plans for him. At this time, no word on whether he will return to AEW or if he is done with the company. Shocker. So you're telling me that CM Punk's an asshole. Cool. We all know this. Yeah, this, this is kind of like old news. And for Rollins, he's probably known it since, what, 2007? <laughs> no, 2004, bro. When did he leave? Punk left in 2005. Five? Five. I, can't, I can't remember when Punk left. <laughs> um, some quick ones. Um, th- these are a couple weeks old too because we didn't do really much news rumors last week. Um, apparently, there's a rumor going around that uh, authors of pain are returning to WWE. Good. Well, they're, and, they're, Paul and Paul Aaron. Apparently, they started approaching Dubai and that didn't work out too well. Uh, Devon and WWE mutually parted ways. Oh, yeah, that's right. We hadn't talked about it that since. Um, I really wonder if it was because of the whole reunion show. I, I think it was too. Um, there's no mark here to say this, but um, to, to comment on this, but Taka Tanahashi, not Takahashi, signed a new deal with New Japan. Cool. Take a shitter. Oh no, take a shitter is the Grand AEW, isn't it? Yeah, take a shitter. <laughs> That's what I pronounce it to America. Wow. Um, Progress ends relationship with WWE Network, or more likely WWE Network ended the relationship with them. ICW did too. Yep. Um, I wonder if it's just a contract that didn't get renewed. It might. It probably was a contract that just didn't get renewed. 
We don't know um, why. They weren't getting views. Well, the NXT Europe thing's coming. And that too. Well, yeah. Well, there's another bit and piece to that. When they originally signed the deal, they weren't doing it with Peacock. Huh? True. With, with the when they did the original ICW and progress and all those, when they did all the indie stuff, they were still the WWE network in the US. They was st- it that long ago? Yeah. Well, two, that was a long time. They three years ago almost. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was that long ago. It was a long time ago. It was a pr- because we were wondering what they were doing with the whole indie stuff. And then promptly they went, oh, by the way, we're selling it to Peacock. Like, what? Wait, what? Apparently, Stone Cold Steve Austin turned down matches with Lesnar and Reigns at Mania. That's according to... Fuck Dave Meltzer. I was trying to get on you. Uh, 100% bullshit. I don't think he... You can't turn down something that wasn't offered. There's no chance he was offered a match with Lesnar. There's no chance he was offered a match with Reigns. They already had... Reigns had... They were planning on doing Rhodes Reigns. No way. Yep. Only thing that that makes any sense at all, any sense at all, is to have Austin face another part timer. Um, there's you know, no way. Well, that's not to make somebody go in a match. Fuck that. Um, Austin versus Lesnar was 100 not going to happen because Austin's neck. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Brock Lesnar, and he will just fucking bully him. So Austin I I disagree wanted... with that. I one hundred percent disagree with that. There, yeah, he would have took care of him. Yeah, if it's some rando asshole like Ricochet, then all bets are off. But Austin, he would have taken good care of. Mm-hmm. I think Austin will make an appearance at Mania, but he won't have the match. Yeah, we also said Austin was a wrestler up until the night of May, main event of night one. So, like, what do we know? That's also true. <laughs> yep. Kevin Patrick announced that he will now be announcing matches for MLS on Apple TV. There is still no word if he is still going to be on a Raw. Depends on when the games are, really, because, like, look at McAfee. McAfee can go and come back when the season's over. Well, it's February till July? October? November? Was it that long? Yeah. It was only four or five months. No. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> so I don't know if he just not work Mondays because Triple H doesn't want to work Tuesdays. Right. Um, one last bit of, bit of news. Apparently Hulk Hogan lost feeling in his legs after having his nerves cut during one of his multiple back surgeries. I thought you laugh, you piece of shit. No. I'm not laughing at that. I didn't mean to laugh. The multiple back surgeries is why I'm laughing because it's just how many times are you just going to have, how much scar tissue is there to where how many more back surgeries can you have? That's my thing. There's not weight up feeling power in his legs. So I don't think he's going to let that anymore. Um, again, with me going through my issues, which I'll get to in a couple weeks, I feel, I feel, I hate to say I feel for Hogan. Like, so I, I kind of know what he's going through, and it sucks. Not as much as him. I said kind of. Says he perked up. 
I'm, but... I'm still weirded out. Here's the thing. I and I, I guess I have to be that asshole. I think he's full of shit. I don't I don't think that's true. Um, that's coming. Well, again, that's is, coming from Angle, Kurt Angle, right? Who talked to Hogan? Who Hogan has a three foot dick, according to Hogan. Yeah. This is Terry Bollea doesn't have a three foot dick, but Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan does. And I think Hulk Hogan doesn't have feeling in his legs, but Terry Bollea does. But I I'm positive also that he's very much in pain all the time too. Oh yeah. Because that kind of shit takes a toll on your body. I get it. Sure does. I, sure does. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Ryan, put yourself over. He doesn't normally last this long. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> I, I, fuck. Doesn't matter if I lasted long. I still knocked her off. Fair. Fair. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm able to Breaking news? Real... What? Breaking news? Please don't do that. We can't do this every fucking week. No, Please. he said, never mind. Nothing. Oh, I know what he said. I, I, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Long story short, somebody found out that I didn't want to find out yet, so now I don't really care about telling people. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, I knocked her off. So I'm going to be daddy. That's cool. But I stayed because, of course, I've had fun. And I haven't told the fucking idiots not to come find me on Reddit, or not to come find the rest of the show on Reddit, because they're all a bunch of fucking marks and morons on Reddit. I love you. <laughs> also, Mazel, A, Mazel Tov. B, I didn't realize that was a shoot. Um, I thought that was a work or something. Cool. Um, Chip's not here, so fuck him, but you can find him at SportsGuru728 on Twitter. No. Excuse me. It's not that anymore because he decided not to put his fucking social security number on his Twitter handle. It's now TWS. Underscore Mark with four A's. That's just lazy writing. Right. It should have been eight, but he went with four. We'll give him a pass for now. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And the show is at Sleazy Fat Man on fuck. I don't even have it up, but I'll try and do it from memory. Instagram. TikTok. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, what I'll stay till the end of the episode then. <laughs> right? Uh, videos you can find uh, our live video here on twitch.tv slash season the fat man. Our YouTube show is at youtube.com slash the fat man. Premium content at onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. You can find this show. Wherever you find your wonderful podcast, please make sure you subscribe to them and make sure that you click that, that wonderful automatic downloads. It really does help us out when you do that. Um, if uh, Go to your uh, provider to find out how to do that in more detail, whether you use Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even the Podbean app. So with- Frank, stop. We forgot something. What? You lost your championship this weekend, sir. And you were just going to glaze over the fact that you are not the WWE scorecard champion in our group anymore? I gave up once I figured out I lost the pitch back black match. Uh, Al Barrett actually is the new WWE champion with 92 points. Frosty got second with 83. And the scorecard champion of the wrestling show staff would be myself. 
So my phone updated and it won't let me go on the scorecard website. Well, you're going to have to get something figured out with your phone or I'll, get on the I'll, website and on I'll the probably computer. probably have to do on the computer, yeah. Just for <laughs> now, just to see, yeah. Now, all the same, for people that do use the scorecard, I've had a lot of uh, easy times dealing with them through Twitter for stuff. So if you are a part of a scorecard, Fat Man or anybody else that actually does listen and has issues, just tweet them. They're usually pretty helpful with that stuff. If you do want to enjoy this with us, uh, reach out to Ryan directly on Twitter. Uh, Twitter would probably be the best way to get a hold of you, right? Yeah. This, You'll see uh, me tagged in one of their comments. Yeah. Outcast. <laughs> hey, I put you on the fucking roll, okay? Yo, fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you if you want to join our pro wrestling scorecards and 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 enjoy the the wrestling show prediction game uh, with us, please reach out to Ryan. Um, he'll get you squared away with that. So with uh, a fuck you to uh, I'm so used to saying with a fuck you to Ryan. <laughs> with a fuck, Fuck you to Chip this time. A thank you to Ryan. And as always, for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer, because you haven't said it enough on this show. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. And the best Dan Sports Show period two is now on Thursday nights at nine on Twitch and Facebook Live. So you can hear all, uh, all our great sports takes and how I'm never wrong on that show also. I'm a truth that you seem to run from I'm an army of one I'm a clip in your gun